This is the HV Disruptors Podcast, where we seek out the movers and shakers within the Hudson Valley who are doing big things. Now, here are your host disruptors, Ed Weeks and Dave Eisenstadt. Hey, everybody. Ed Weeks here today, of course, with my man, D-Stat. What's up there, Ed? How are you feeling today? I'm doing well, man. Feeling better. That's good. I think you got me sick last time I saw you, bro. That's a lie. It so is. now we're even. We're we're one and one now. We are one and one. I had to cancel a pot or not show up for a podcast because I had the flu, and then you had to uh, postpone a podcast. That's what happens. That's how it goes out here in the HV. Absolutely. Enough about us. Let's move on to who we have on our episode today. I'm excited today to introduce one of my clients, my man Dan Pizzarelli, DC Sports, DC Indoor Golf, DC Everything. Dan, what's up? <laughs> What's going on, guys? How's everything? Good, Things man. are great, man. Things are great. Talk to us about what we're doing. We're sitting here. We're in D.C. Sports right now, right on Route 9 of Wappingers. What's going on here at D.C. Sports? Uh, we're ramping up for spring here, getting ready, uh, getting the mini golf open outside. Uh, we've got another week or so until everything's ready. Uh, spring volleyball starts next week. Uh, leagues are Monday through Thursday. Um, got, we're pretty full at the moment. We could use some more teams on Thursday, but uh, we're looking pretty good for the spring session. You know, fresh sand just got put down, and uh, we're ready to have some fun out there. Kind of unique, right? We have spring volleyball, but it's spring beach volleyball here. It's always cool to get a little sand, have a little fun in the uh, sand playing volleyball. I think that's really kind of unique to this area. Is there anything else like that around here, Dan? Not that we're trying to promote your competition at all but just really is there anything within 10 15 miles no i don't think so i think we're the only ones around i mean that's pretty much what i, I strive for if something something a little different um you know it's kind of harder to build up the the grouping but uh you know once you get it and it rolls i mean people have a blast and you get new people in every year which is great and uh just kind of spirals which is which is awesome so dan take me back so when i was growing up of course i knew fun central and then what happened between Fun Central and DC Sports, like now it's a completely new sort of vibe in here and whatnot. What happened between that transition? Well, when they uh, when they closed a couple years ago, um, my daughter was in daycare across the street, and I would always drive by, and uh, I was like, man, this place would be awesome for an all facility area. And it, uh, I mean, it was great when I was younger. We used to come here all the time. It's Fun Central as well. Um, but as I drove by more and more and I'm like, man, let me just make a call. And I, uh, I called the owners of the property and, uh, they were actually, uh, old friends of mine anyway. And, uh, I kind of had some meetings and we kind of just moved forward with it. And I had a vision of just expanding DC golf and Poughkeepsie with more simulators. And, uh, and I thought an all year round business would be awesome. Uh, adding the mini golf, the bumper boats that was already existing. Uh, the batting cages were. Um, pretty in shambles so either I had to redo that or come up with a new idea and the new idea was sand volleyball which is taken off and uh, it's been doing good and I think it's uh, a huge change from what it was um, but that's it's awesome that's that was the whole point of the the venture but now you got all year round you got golf simulators you got leagues in the winter time you got then it goes right into transition in the spring and then you got outdoor mini golf the bumper boats you got sand volleyball um, we just added recently uh, a glow-in-the-dark mini golf. So now there's 27 holes of golf. So there's 18 outside, nine inside. 
Uh, so uh, the glow in the dark is really cool. It's uh, we're just finishing finishing the touches on it. Uh, we're hoping for later this week to get the little opening for it. Um, but it's nine holes, uh, an underwater theme. Um, it's pretty awesome uh, when it, it's now that it's finished. That's awesome. So basically, you had a vision. You saw Fun Central was you know underwater or whatever it was shutting down. You're like, man, this could be a gold mine. Well, I don't know about a gold mine, but I think just, you know, family activity as a group mm. anymore. Um, you know, you rarely see, uh, you know, things unless you're on vacation. Um, you know, and we're just trying to bring vacation to home. Right. You know, if people can't afford vacation, but they can afford a night out with their family and their friends. You know, that was something that we were going with. Um, you know, everybody wants to do the whole video game and stay home. I'm more about hanging out with the family, go outside, do something with them whether it's uh, you know mini golf or the, the whole family getting wet on bumper boats is hysterical watching everybody get back in here soaking wet the kids squirting their parents it's hysterical that's awesome and i think that really leads into why i asked you to sit down with us today i think that is the disruption that you're bringing to the hudson valley today as a parent with three kids you know who's on their phone who's on their playstation 4 kids are like literally glued to the digital realm out there so having this in the hudson valley it's really disruptive and it's awesome that it's it's this especially here is family oriented so you know like you said it's it's nice not having to go to the jersey shore up to lake george to go play mini golf you can you know jump in the car here poughkeepsie being wappingers and you can get some mini golf in or you know bumper boats which are just a riot i had my kid's birthday party here last year and the kids loved it you know, I'm Other sure. parents come in more wet than the kids. I know that. Right. And it's also nice. You know, let's be honest. Let's be frank. It's nice. We're sitting here today. It's nice as a parent to come here and have your kids here and maybe, you know, a little stressed during the party. You sneak over, have a quick beer. So it's a good thing. A couple of brewskis, huh? Yeah, no, nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I know I got eyes one day when I was here at like 1030 at a party having a beer. But you know what? I like to have hey. a beer. <laughs> that's, that's it. Just keeping it real, man. Where does DC come from? Is that your initials? Uh, it's actually, it was a business partner of mine that we're no longer together. We are still good friends, but, um, everybody thinks it's Dutchess County it means Dan and Chris really, but it just kind of worked out as Dutchess County, DC. So got it. And then you tapped into the indoor golf simulator and that it, has taken off. Yeah. Tremendously. Uh, seven years ago we opened Poughkeepsie and, uh, it's been great. I mean, uh, we had the building, we own the building in Poughkeepsie, so it's a little different. Um, we set everything all up and, uh, We've been striving. I mean, we have eight simulators there now, um, and we were so busy that we needed another location. And I don't think a seasonal, another seasonal business would have worked. So uh, this one was to try to be open all year round, and uh, it's been working because you know you you go from one season to the next, and you're just running from one league to another league to another league of what's happening, which is fantastic. I mean, there's a lot of people that want. Uh, mini golf leagues outside, you know, that talk to me and maybe they'll come up with, uh, you know, 10 teams or 12 teams that want to do on certain nights. They want to do mini golf leagues outside, you know, maybe even with their kids or just adult adult leagues. Wow. Know, mini golf which, league. Never even heard of it. Nah, me either. And why not know, though, right? Why not? Why not try to start it? Yeah. So, what, so when the D, the Poughkeepsie location, they're seasonal, do they shut down in the summer or spring? Yeah. The Poughkeepsie location is a seasonal thing. It's usually October to April. Um, but we're working on a little changes there too, coming soon. So, uh, that might be in the near future. What, what, you don't want to talk about that. 
We could talk about it. I just, you know, I don't know if you want me to bring it up. I do, man, because I know there's expansion going on for indoor. Yep. Yep. We got a lot going on. I mean, right now, I think. uh, You don't have to be real specific. Be a little general. Come on, bro. All right. Well, we're we're taking a couple Sims out. And and plus, nobody's sweared yet. What the fuck is going on? Let's go. (laughs) I don't know if that was appropriate. (laughs) It is. Uh, so we're really we're we're just uh, we're gonna move some of the simulators out and we're gonna open a new location in Red Hook. Uh, we'll have three sims and uh, we're gonna move one of the one of the sims upstairs. So we'll have five total in Poughkeepsie, and we're gonna move the downstairs is gonna be a complete renovation to a bourbon whiskey bar, which is gonna be wow. full restaurant, twenty tables. Um, it's gonna be a whole different different vibe than what we have there now. Uh, so, but it'll be five Sims upstairs, the downstairs on the ground level. It'll be a full bourbon whiskey bar, full restaurant. Which I, I mean, I think is amazing. And it just ties into the buzz that's happening right now in the city of Poughkeepsie. I mean, that's my agency is located in the city of Poughkeepsie. I live in the city of Poughkeepsie. There's a lot of great things going on. And I think Dan is really, again, being on the forefront here. That We know there's some, some bigger residential units that are going around that are really going to help bring in that younger millennial generation and you know it'll be nice to have a good bourbon whiskey joint to hang out in because right now i don't think the city of poughkeepsie truly has one that's that way they got a, a, a lot of breweries but Lots they don't really have any uh something like that yet so where did this idea come from what's seems like you have a lot of passion a lot of drive to do some, you know disrupt if you will uh what kind of drives you there uh i don't Why know you i just like i kind of just is ADHD. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, could, de- that could definitely be it. I don't know. I mean, uh, growing up, my parents were always making, doing different things with their head that their own businesses. And, you know, I just kind of followed in their footsteps. I got home from college and I was just like, I don't want to do any of that and work for any of these people. So I just figure I can make my own hours, do what I wanted to if I uh, came up with ideas that uh, would work. And obviously I'm not the the number one guy in ideas here, but there's, you know, you're taking ideas that are in different areas that we don't have around here and you're just moving it into this area. Um, you know, that the golf thing, it, you know, I found out about the golf simulators from somebody up in Saratoga and we went up there. I took like six or eight friends up there and I'm like, guys, we got to go try this out. Everybody loved it. And, uh, we kind of just moved forward with it. And, uh, it's been tremendous for the last six or seven years. And, you know, as we're moving forward, um, there's going to be more things, obviously, in the near future. Uh, it's never going to end, probably, but um, we just keep moving. That's awesome. I love it, man. Talk to me, though, about one thing, because I think there's such... Everybody today is an entrepreneur, right? Everybody and their brother is out here thinking they're an entrepreneur, and they think, oh, I only have to put in an hour or two a day. Like, <laughs> I, I'm glad you're laughing, because what's crazy for me is that people are so like out of tune with what it really takes. I mean, you're talking about having... A place in Poughkeepsie. You have where we are today at Wappingers. You're going to have somewhere in Red Hook. You're talking about adding a restaurant to Poughkeepsie. Like, you're going to have 100-hour weeks, man. Yeah, minimum. Minimum. Minimum, And and I I don't think people even have a grasp of that out there. And I hope that, you know, they catch this episode and they're like, oh, oh, that's what it takes to be successful. Like, you're not even satisfied. I mean, you could be satisfied with one or two of the places. But now we're going to go with another one and we're going to pull in a restaurant. But that's awesome. So let's talk about that. What type of person are you where you're just never satisfied and people will say like, oh, you have all these things. You're gonna, it's going to be three locations now. And you must be really successful. Well, I mean, I, I mean, I watch a good amount of TV and, you know, you see people that have 
what you know on these tv shows that have the expensive cars and houses and all that stuff i mean like i don't really need any of that but it'd be nice to buy the something like that but you know i mean uh, I'm, I'm good with you know vacation when i want to go a couple times a year and you know a healthy family that's all i really care about i don't need any of that other stuff but the more I see, the more things comes up and, you know, I lay in bed and I think about something else and all of a sudden something else comes in my mind. They're like, they're like, you're nuts. And I'm like, yeah, probably, but I'm going to still do it. So, I mean, I don't know. It just comes out of nowhere. Have you ever, have you ever had any failures? Um, I wouldn't classify them as failures, um, but I don't know if I actually gave up on something. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I can't give up on anything. You know, there's too much money invested or whatever. So, uh, we could just probably just keep going, man. I mean, you know, if I, if it doesn't work, I'm going to modify something to make it work. Um, you know, every little bit helps, you know, adding this black light mini golf, I had a building in the back that's just housed video games. I mean, you know, let's, let's turn this into a black light mini golf and, my parents thought I was nuts and they're like, this never going to work and it's too small and you know, you have a vision of what it looks like in your head and a couple people tell you, you're like, that's never going to work. And then all of a sudden, you know, now I'm done. They're like, man, this is ridiculous. It's pretty, it is pretty damn cool. Bro. It really is. And the, the hard part is they can't even envision it from a seven, eight, 10, 12 year old's mind. Right. I mean, it's like some of that is like we talk about birthday parties, like it's just going to be awesome. I mean, if you book a birthday party here and you get some rain outside, you're still golden because you got this awesome little you know, black light mini golf that you can go ahead. It's just the some of the pictures in there. It's just amazing. Dave, you haven't been in there. Yet. Go we'll in take there. you in there after this. It's pretty cool stuff, man. Yeah, I mean, Let we me work, ask we you work with a company going. up there and they just, I mean, they did a great job. I, I had visioned what I wanted and, you know, they we've modified it a couple times because they came back with something that I didn't really like. And I just said, no, that's not what I want. This is what I want. And they came back again and you know, I'm like, yeah, that looks what I want. Let's do with that and go for it. You talked about parents, friends thinking you're crazy with your ideas. Seven, eight years ago, however long it's been now, almost eight years, right? Seven years with DC golf. Did they think you were crazy? Um, well, my parents had the building, so like, you know, kind of the family all thought I was crazy. Right. Definitely. Um, my friends are like, man, that's awesome. Let's go for it. Let's do it. You know, because majority of them all play in there and they have some fun in it. Um, you know, has it taken up a lot of time? Yeah. I mean, a lot of money to put it in and do it. But I mean, it's something that I don't have to put a suit and tie on, go into the city and drive an hour, you know, and to make some money at, you know, we built something that I built and I have passion for, uh, you know, you you make a, a good amount of money doing what you love. And I think that's, again, talk about disruption. Like you really have to get into the point. Like if you're really disrupting and doing things differently, people think you're effing crazy. So you got to believe in it yourself and just go out there and do it. And obviously Dan has done that. And I'll, look, I golf there on Mondays, sometimes on Sundays. Like I love it. It's it's so it's so real that it you know I can't wait to play outdoor this year. And I'm usually you know, the last five years, I haven't even really played that much. So it's kind of brought my own passion back for the game. Well, you get the itch. Everybody gets the itch when they start seeing the golf on TV. And, you know, you, you, you're watching golf on the TV. You're playing golf at the same time. You're having a couple beers inside. I mean, like, 
It's really like a an ideal man cave, pretty much. That was the plan when like we that. first started that. I love it like that. Did you make the finals this year on Monday night? <laughs> oh, I just want to rub it no, in. No, I did not. I, I got ousted in the semis I at my own to, place. I just want to say I made the finals. Thank you. Thank it, you. it happens. Well you know, I can't win every year. I got to let my friends win once in a while. You're too busy building a business. That's what it is. Just no, he just day. lost, man. I just, he just I lost. I just flat out lost. He's right. I just flat out lost. All right. Uh, here, we're at DC Sports. Summer, I know a big push in the summer is the camps. Talk to me about the camps. Kind of launched it last year. What do you want people to know about the summer camp here at DC Sports? Well, I think, uh, you know, launching it last year, year one, we had, again, you know, you had the vision of everybody doing summer camps, doing summer camps. And, um, you know, we have an ideal facility, you know, that kids can do numerous activities throughout the day. Um, and, you know, they're all in one place. You know, you got sand volleyball, you could do sand games, you could do dodgeball, you could do sack races, you could do water balloons, you could do a million things on the sand. And then you got the black light, then you got regular golf that they want to do that. Then there's video games and stuff on the simulators that you can play. Then you got the mini golf outside and the bumper boats. I mean, the kid's never going to be tired. Still have the bouncy houses? Yeah, we got the bounce houses too. There's two of them. Yep. So the kid's playing them all day too. And I think year one went um, fairly well for, you know, just opening and people um, not expecting much from it, you know, and uh, the parents that did sign their kids up, we appreciate it. And they had a blast. And this year, you know, we're just hoping to grow some uh, up to like 20 or 25 kids a week. Uh, We got eight weeks, starts the week after 4th of July. Uh, It's around 200 bucks. Well, it is $200 and it's... uh, full week camp nine to four and if uh you want to do earlier late drop off it's 25 dollars um but yeah that's about it i know just based on the reviews that came in a lot of a lot of positive comments a lot of great times a lot of very different type camp obviously there's so much for kids to do that they're kind of busy that nine to four flies by yeah it definitely does i mean you know we have lunch we serve lunch so if the kids didn't want to bring their own lunch we can make them lunch here and we have you know, a full menu, so there's not just uh, chicken fingers and french fries. You know, the kids get a, a whole variety of food if they want to do that. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of activities, and, you know, if they're tired or whatever, we'll bring them inside and, you know, hang out. I mean, the, everything's air-conditioned inside, you know, and we have water and stuff outside for the kids. It's, it's just a good time. Now, there's another piece to this. Say I run a camp. I could actually come here and use the facility, right? We could work something out where I could bring my camp here for a day or no? Yeah, last year we had probably 10 or so uh, different daycares, different outside camps that would call us and say, hey, you know, we want to bring 100 kids over and uh, we work out a deal price wise and, you know, we feed them and um, the whole nine yards. Usually it's about two, two and a half hours a time and uh, they bust them in and they get to use the whole facility and uh, we go from there. It's a lot of fun, though. Dan, do you do any marketing? Uh, only with uh, Big Ed here. That's about it. And what type of marketing do you do? Do Ed? you want me to answer that? Yeah, I want you to sure, answer it because I don't know what I pay for. <laughs> <laughs> for everybody out there that wants to be a client, that's exactly the attitude you have to have. You don't know what you pay for. But let me tell you what he pays for. We are 100% focused. Facebook and Instagram, his entire target audience is on one of those platforms. I know even with the sand volleyball league uh you know just running some solid facebook and instagram we kind of booked out the weeks we only have or the days i mean we only have a few uh day a few slots open on thursday so 
Uh, we really hone in and focus on Facebook and Instagram. It's where his audience is, and it just helps drive home what's going on here and even camps, right? We do a really a lot of things for camps on Facebook and Instagram because that's where the parents are. So I, I, it just... I think that's our big push is the camps. I mean, uh, I think, you know, obviously you have the facility, everything's done already. I mean, you know, the, the, the counselors, the director, we all have all that stuff. And, you know, just put your kid somewhere that, you know, that they know they're safe for, you know, the full day while you're at work. I mean, you should feel comfortable dropping the kid off. Sure. And then on the flip side, if you look at like even the golf side, the indoor golf side, you know, we're able to use, it's a little older market, right? We're able to use Facebook again, some Instagram to fill up leagues and, and really get people in here during the winter months to play golf. So I think he's really positioned nicely for, you know, his marketing to, to grow forward and see what happens from. He's got a lot of sub markets. A lot. He's got a lot of sub markets. That's nice. It makes it real fun to be able to target specific people to drive the results for them. So, yeah, for sure. You should just click on everybody on Facebook, though. Just click them on them all. That's not what we do, and that's why you just run the business. <laughs> <laughs> well, that helps. That helps. Dan, before you said um, that you had a lot of people telling you not to do something when you're trying to open up a business or expand your business, how is it dealing with that, and how do you say – you know to yourself well you can't listen to that you you got to keep driving forward or do you take it in stride like yeah you know what you're right because a lot of parents a lot of friends can say you know you shouldn't be doing that you're you're you know cutting yourself too thin or whatever the the line is um i mean i mean i I try to take some criticism um as much as you can but you know there's certain people that are always gonna don't agree with you i mean uh, my parents are usually the the person on the shoulder saying, hey, listen, this looks better or this sounds better or this might look better. Um, I may not take their info most of the time and use my own thing, but they do have good ideas too. Um, the vision of just building something like this, um, you know, it's not just one person. I mean, I do take majority of the credit for it, but, you know, it's a group effort kind of thing. Uh, my parents are always there. We're always we're partners in everything. So, um, you know, I have to take uh, their side most of the time with me. Um, but, yeah, no, I mean, I, the vision of that, what we're doing is uh, just trying to help and bring families back together, you know, get them outside, get them playing, having a good time, swinging some golf balls, and, um, you know, just getting people together. That's all it's about. That's really. awesome. Do you have a staff? I do. I have a big staff. I mean, uh, usually in the summertime, it ranges from 15 to 25 people. Saw so in the wintertime, it dies down a little bit more because you don't really have that much going on. You just have the golf simulators and usually one or two people on staff can handle that during the day. Uh, in the summertime, it, it widens definitely. Um, goes from five or six a day on it at a time, you know, so... You got the tiki running, you got bumper boats running, you got mini golf running, you got cooking, you got bartender. I mean, there's a lot going on that you need. Uh, so, Do you have the same staff season after season? Some people come back. Some people don't. Um, it's, uh, it's fine. If they don't come back, it is what it is. Um, you know, some go to college. Most of, the, most of the staff is college kids. So some might get an internship or at school or um, – you know, some may want to come back, and if they come back, that's great. We'll love to have them because they're already trained on what they need to do. Got it. Um, I ha- I do have four or five, maybe six staff that stays with me all the time. They do have full-time jobs, and they come to me 
on the side. Uh, work maybe one or two days a week, three days a week, depending. And uh, the staff's great. Uh, two of the girls that I've had, I've had for 10 years. They work with me at Rita's. They work with me when I open DC Golf. They're still with me when now when I have both. And, um, you know, they're great, great kids. I've, I've had them since they were 15 years old, man. They're just great, great two employees. How important is it to have great staff like that? Well, it's, it's a huge help and a huge weight off your shoulders sometimes if you, you have really good staff to help you out because, you know, they're, again, they have a different vision of something else too. And, the, you know, their opinion is nice to hear once in a while when you're running something, they, maybe they have good ideas. Maybe they're out of college and they just came up with new programs online that would help us be more efficient on doing what we need to do and stuff like that. So it helps out a lot. Um, but the staff is, you know, it's, it's nice to go away for a week and not have to worry about anything. Um, you know, the schedule set and, you know, people are looking and, you know, they, the, the senior staff would come in and make sure everything's running smoothly and the ordering is done. And it's, it's just definitely nice to have good staff. I mean, it's tough to find, but when you do find them, you know, you should try to keep them. So it's nice to have someone that you can trust. And like you said, walk away from the business for a couple of days and believe that's going to be there when you come back yeah as long as it's not burnt down we'll be fine that's it (laughs) i get that yeah no i mean it's good definitely it definitely helps out advice would you give anybody say you got a 21 22 30 whatever maybe 40 year old who's looking to get out of what you say before that train ride that car ride whatever it may be the suit and tie like what's your advice to anyone (laughs) Who really, well, who really I mean, wants some, to be Some people want to do that stuff, not me. Like, no, I, no, no, I know, but there's a lot of people caught in that shit that are trying maybe to, to see an example of how they can get out. Well, or, I bet you there's a small, a really fine, small percentage of people that want to do that, but actually are willing to do it because they're okay with or they're, you know, they're perfectly fine with the money they make and the hours they work or whatever they do. I mean, Believe me, I would love to have a seven to four job and go home and make a paycheck and, you know, go do, you know, see the family every five days a week, you know, but like, do you wake up and hate your job? Probably. A lot of them do. Yeah. Right. But I don't, I mean, I, I still, I take my kids to school and everything else and I pick them up and I do coaching and I, you know, I still run the three businesses, you know, it's just, um, it's a lot of work seven days a week. It's not, it's not three days a week. It's not four days a week. It's seven every day all day so maybe you're talking all of our listeners out of it that's fine no it's cool either way it, it works whatever either whatever way i mean i think i mean it really has to be in your head and your heart to what you want to do if you want to give up on something and try something new i mean i don't i would definitely uh think about doing it absolutely i mean you have to start somewhere and then if you want to be an entrepreneur and you want to do it go for it i think a lot of our listeners are entrepreneurs and small business owners though so i think they get that and they can relate to that too as well um just because it's, it's not going to be easy right it takes a certain somebody to do right. something like that and the three of us sitting here along with many of our listeners i bet are you know going through the same thing they're probably listening to this podcast right now while doing some bullshit right now to build their business driving in the car going somewhere meeting clients meetings whatever it is um it is seven days a week you're <laughs> absolutely right about that never stops you take it home with you well i don't I'm care all, what anyone says you no. take it home with you <laughs> I could be sitting on the couch at 8 o'clock and I pull on my phone because I'm watching the cameras at work, making sure the staff is doing what they're supposed to be doing. Right. You know, I mean, you don't have to do that, but you want to make sure that everything's going smoothly. And, you know, you always got to be watching and the staff needs to know that you're watching. 
for sure. Especially in this business, yeah, for sure. Mm. I don't have to worry about that. No, no. You sit at your desk with your feet up. <laughs> yes, like I'm doing today. <laughs> I'm so often at my desk. That's perfect. Okay, good. Moving on. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. I think it's just about what I... It's really, you have to take everybody's opinion. Uh, it's a grain of salt, and you just have to have it in your heart and in your head to go out there and do it, and do it wholeheartedly every day. Well, Not the people, a the people that are giving you that crap, they, is, they don't have the, they don't want to do it. No, yeah. my father, my father would have, you know, never in a million years, you know, he's an IBMer, like a lot of people in the Valley were in the 70s and 80s, right? I mean, it was an IBM-led economy then. And it was go there out of college and work there the rest of your life. And that well, doesn't. It's tough to get my dad out of the same thing. I mean, he had a business for 30 years, 33 years, the same building, same spot, you know, wake up, do the same thing every day. You know, and it's, it was tough to get him out of the mentality of like, Dad, we're going to shut this down and we're going to do this. You know, and then, you know, moving now from DC Golf to this. And he's like, well, what are we getting ourselves into? And I'm like, don't worry, I'll take care of it. You know, and he's on the back end. And now, Three years later, we're like, okay, let's renovate DC Golf and put a restaurant. And he's like, why? Isn't DC Golf doing great? I'm like, yeah, but I need something else. You know, now we're going to make it a 12-month business instead of a five-month business. And, you know, now you're going to have income coming in all, all the time instead of trying to save Season for the one, summertime, yeah. you know? So it's... um. So you're not misguided. You're out there trying to make all your businesses better. Correct. More yep. steady. Yep. But if you listen and you if you're sitting here with him, you get the same... There's no... It's not a what if. It's I'm going to do this and it's going to work and here's why I'm doing it and then let's go do it. And I think a lot of people go into this side of it and if you take anything out of this entire podcast, you don't go out there with the what ifs. It's just go for it. Just got to do it. Do it and you know, back to the word of the make year, it execute work, and make it work. That's it. And I think that is lost in today's world. They think they're going to post a picture on Instagram and they're going to be famous and rich and it's all easy. And the shit's not. Mm-mm. Well, the, the you know the, the the younger group of the standing around and the phones and you know let's Instagram this because I'm at work and I look good at work. Like, what are you doing? You're not working. You're doing nothing. Hold on, let me get this on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you got to be willing to fail too. Yeah, I mean, um, I've I've been fortunate not to right now, so I'm gonna keep going with that pace and just uh, keep my head down and keep moving. So, I love it. Tunnel vision. That's it. All right, bro. What else? What else we got, D-Stat? I mean, I'm pretty solid. Um, let's see. What type of... Uh, what's the biggest challenge that you faced running businesses? That could be financial. That could well, be... Well, it could be... Uh, it's definitely... I mean, there's always a... In the beginning, there's always the hardship of where does the money come from? Yeah. You know, because this day and age, banks are so tough of, hey, you know, I need money to start this business but then you give them a business plan they're like no that doesn't sound good and that shoots your whole dreams down right from the start because you you know the financing and there's not too many banks that are just willing to give you the money to start something you know they all say they do (laughs) but down to the fine science they don't ever give you the money there's none no no banks no banks. yeah zero no and i but let's talk no this is a great great this is a great point but you so having a bank as a client and then hearing stories about some of the opportunities that have come through that door that weren't bank worthy of lending that are now massive successes in the Hudson Valley. 
Hudson Valley Brewery. Mm -hmm. Some of these awesome places have been into banks and been rejected. So that's, you know, Dan, if you brought this into a bank in the early parts, you were rejected. Definitely was rejected. So it's not about what, you know, it's another person telling you no that you're like, yeah, go F yourself. I'm going to go do this because I'm going to do it. Yeah, you know, you find the way to get the money. I mean, you know, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, you know, taking the money out of places that you don't want to take it out of. But, you know, you have to. And if you want to start the business or you want to change the business, I mean, it has to come from somewhere. I funded my agency entirely from my 401k. And this is the last year that I'm going to be taxed, smoked by it. But it's all worth it. And no advisor, no one in your right yep. mind would say, oh, my God, do that and fund you. That's My dream was not to go work at corporate anymore. And I was going to do whatever it took to make that happen. So now you get them people on the banks and all the, oh, yeah, send me this, send me that. And, like, when you send them in, they're like, oh, it looks great. Oh, yeah, but you've been denied as well. What? I love the idea. No. What do you mean? <laughs> that big red stamp because I rejected. Yeah, I put my entire, uh, my first gem on, on one credit card, and I maxed it out, and I managed to get by with that. That's crazy. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. But that's, that's what it awesome. takes. That's what it takes. I was yeah. 26 and dumb, but I did it. Yeah, I would have never got it accepted from a bank. And you're how old and dumb now? 33, still dumb. <laughs> Yeah, but you're you're doing fine. You got now. You got three, right? Three, three gyms, right? Three Keep gyms. moving, man. Yeah, Keep man. moving. Three gyms. Way. This guy's got three DC golf sport places. I I gotta open up three different agencies. What are you gonna open up three agencies? I'm gonna have to. All right. Uh, another cubicle, you mean? I don't have a cubicle. You've never been to my office. It's great. Just bro. partition your space <laughs> into three spaces. Yeah, there you go. Come by Garden Split Street. Hang out over there. You're right around the corner from me. I don't ever get invited to the office. Wow. You know, Jeez. you always come to me. That's because I can't go anywhere. You know? I'm in yeah, exactly. Work. I'm You're right. You're working. <laughs> all right. On that note, I think all we right, covered Ed. it all, man. Yeah. Where can people find you if they want to get in touch with you? Uh, both. There's uh, DC Golf NY. Um, you could, that's the Poughkeepsie location. Then you got DC Sports NY. Um, dot com is the Wappinger's location. The new locations aren't up yet. Um, but for now, uh, phone numbers, you know, 845-632-6621 is the Wattmingers. 845-486-4004 is Poughkeepsie. And anywhere on Facebook or Instagram underneath DC Sports NY. Just click it. That's it. I just smashed that follow button. You can see me right there on your phone coming there through. There he goes. He just came through. Boom. Done. Done. All right, Dan. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Dan. That was great. Appreciate it. Episode five, right? Episode five All in right. the books. Out.